it's a new year and whether it be the government the media wink wink celebrity hollywood elite let me tell you this something's never changed and that is that they don't give a dick about you i hate to say it i know we're all trying to be optimistic new year Hopefully we will get amnesia to forget about the shitstorm of last year. But if not, right, we're holding on to a little bit of hope. So I don't mean to rain on your parade, but I feel like this has to be said. These people who impact your lives day to day, they don't give a dick about you. They're so self-absorbed. They are so, they are Karen. They are Karen. Whether it be the government giving you potato chips as a stimulus, whether it be the media, do I need to expand? I will though, I will. Or the Hollywood elite celebrities who impact our news and we take cues from them, right? And culture, they are so far up. They're assholes, they're colons, they're intestines, not to get into the anatomy. They are so far up it. They're not thinking about you. There's a little bit of hope though on this truth day, but I guess every day is truth day on Cancel Me Baby. Mm -mm -mm. Most action I've gotten all year. Take it in. Not the five days of this year. No, I, I mean last... January of 2020, okay, in case you need clarification. And it's ironic because we are in such a time of like, we're in this together. And I will say on the, uh, on the bright side, I have noticed camaraderie, whether it be friends in the business, people who are in the same boat as me, we check in with each other every day. There are the people, the entities, like I say, have you noticed? It's like, we have this whole thing that's been rocking our shit and people are still so obsessed with themselves. I know. It's like new year, people still on their bullshit. But we can do something about it, right? We'll be aware of it. And we can like really join forces together like the fucking Girl Scouts we are or Girl Days we are, however you want to say it. Okay, so number one, number one, the media. We've talked about this before, but you would think, okay, let's think about journalism, which this is like my existential crisis daily because I am a journalist first. It is dead. It is as dead as the reboot of anything. Okay, let's just put it that way. Journalists are supposed to inform you about what's going on in the world. Now, people write off their opinions as journalism. Like, since when? Since when, Cuomo? Give me a date. Okay, so here's the number one, you know, example of this right now, that it is literally sitting on your forehead like Sasquatch. You cannot deny this, okay? Dave Portnoy's Barstool Fund. This man decides to basically do more than the government who's too busy, like picking their own belly buttons every day and doing Sudoku to do anything to help us. He does more than the government to help these small businesses. Cause you know, he's been super vocal about businesses just being completely imploded because they're given no lifelines and they're being told they can't operate. Love our government. Love them so much. I write about them in my diary every day. So he starts the Barstool Fund. A couple of weeks ago, this thing's already gone viral. It's raised like almost $20 million. I actually bought my Barstool Fund shirt and he's already helped almost 80 businesses, small businesses across the country. And now he is vowing to help them forever, pay their employees, pay their bills, whatever it is. So they will not go under. And he's been posting these really emotional, like FaceTime uh, interactions with them, telling them that they've are now part of this and they're going to be receiving money and they're crying and you can just see it's like they are in despair because their whole lives have like crumbled. It'll make your little tin man heart feel a little something I'm telling you. Now you would think if the media really cared about you, a small business owner, about you, the daughter of a small business owner, whatever it may be, it is in the trenches of the rest of journalism because it's nowhere to be seen. Why isn't it on here, CNN? Why isn't it on here, MSNBC? 
Ahoy matey, I have my compass, nowhere to be seen. Finally, Dave Portnoy called it out. He tweeted because CNN had posted that Beyonce is going to be giving, I think a grant of $5,000 to a hundred people who are facing foreclosure or eviction, et cetera. And they post this and Dave Portnoy is like, oh, oh, wow. That's interesting. You would think if there was an initiative raising millions to help people so they could donate and be aware of it and see it, you guys would be all on it. It's the media amnesia. We love it. Do you know why the media isn't posting about this? To get it on people's radar, to get them aware so they could donate because they don't like what Dave Portnoy stands for. It goes against their, their cherished little narrative. Their little narrative they've so carefully curated. Dave Portnoy this last year has been super vocal speaking out. You know, his message has been the same in that this is a horrible tragedy, but we are letting all of these businesses suffer. And he's challenged Fauci, who's like gone back on his words, who's changed his mind. Dave Portnoy first posted like, what the fuck, guys? You said flatten this curve. We did. And now you're saying we can't open until we find a cure. We don't have a cure to AIDS, to cancer clearly to your own amnesia. So he's been super vocal about this, but the media, the mainstream doesn't like this. Why? Because it goes against their narrative. Their narrative that Fauci is Jesus Christ superstar. Lockdowns are good. Vaccines good. Stay home, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever else is a casualty, well, that's just too damn bad. He even said in one of his latest ones before he started this fun, I'm not even seeing my parents for the holidays. My dad won't stand a chance against COVID. He's old as shit. He won't stand a chance. We are grown adults. Leave it up to us, right? We don't need the government holding our hands like we're on the kindergarten playground to make choices about our lives. I'm going to get to that later. <laughs> Am I? I got, I got a word about that one. I always feel like I have to defend like where I stand with COVID. I know how destructive it is. I'm reading about what's going on in LA and it's horrifying. They're turning down people at funeral homes and the emergency room. It's horrible, which sidebar. How is it that LA and LA County and California have been the most locked down and restricted since March and they're in the worst shape? I got cues, but it really makes you think yet again, how much does the media who is giving me news information every day, how much do they care about me? I don't think it's that much. And if you're asking yourself, why does the mainstream media rail these messages home so much, but they don't talk about the casualties of people's lives in the regard of like small businesses and suicide, et cetera. It's because they hate Trump so much. And Trump has arguably been like cavalier about COVID. So it has been their mission to rail home the message of how dangerous and awful COVID is and how many people are dying, which they are. Even though Trump's term is almost done, they will keep railing it home until the cows come home to prove him wrong, right? And to make him look stupid because he's he has arguably been cavalier about COVID in time, saying it's not as bad as it is or encouraging people to like move on with their lives and get back to work and get back to school and not let the fear run your life, which I agree in some of those regards, honestly. But the media is so obsessed with continually like destroying him and going against him and proving him wrong that they will just like do keep going on and on and on and on. Things like keeping businesses afloat, vaccines, lockdowns, do they work? These things should be talked about. But instead, these people have deemed themselves creators of the universe, Zeus, Buddha, whatever you want to call it. 
and deciding for us. And it's like, but, but wait, but, but shouldn't we be able to, no, you can't. My friend was doing his show the other day and he talked about the efficiency of lockdowns. And as soon as he brought it up, Reddit immediately cut it off, pulled the stream, pulled the stream into the abyss of Lindsay Lohan's career. Bye-bye. Pulled it off. Cause you can't even question it. So someone like Dave Portnoy who has questioned how these rules are destroying so many lives. Can't be questioned though, can't be questioned. So the mainstream media won't cover this fund, give him national coverage. That's sad. I wanna talk about that, what Dave Portnoy says about the government holding your hand. Let me just say, this is, these are another people who don't give a donkey dick about you. I never, ever, let me throw one extra for good luck, ever want to depend on the government ever again for my income. It's disgusting. I never planned on it before. And I've never, I will never, ever, ever, God willing, if something like this doesn't happen again, plan to again. I think on this unemployment I'm on right now, I'm making, I literally did the math, like a 12th of what I was when I was out working in the world, a 12th. I literally feel like a hostage. It is suffocating not having the freedom to make the money that I should be making, buying what I want, living how I want. We should aspire to want everything. When did this like mentality set in that it's like, oh, you want like a huge career and money and a hot ass husband and kids and a mansion and a hot tub? (laughs) Wow. Since when did this mentality come in that if you want all those things, it's like a bad thing. I want my freedom to live my life make my own living. That's the thing. It's like seeping into everything, right? It's like, we can't even make a living and we can't even talk because now they're changing the fucking dictionary. They're changing language, how we say certain things, literally gotta love the Nance Pelos and her priorities, but like, you can't say he, she, mother, brother. Nancy, I did not know that you were appointed head of Webster dictionary. Congrats, sweetie. Like not since when? Freedom, honey. I don't need you, like Dave Portnoy said, holding my hand and deciding for me, deciding how much capping off my money and how much I can make foul. I literally feel like they have me by the balls, which I don't even know if you can say in 2021 because of thought police, but I just did. Oops. I did a whole episode talking about the tone deaf Kardashians, how they're just so out of touch, literally posting a play-by-play montage of them wearing G-strings in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle when we can't even like barely go to the grocery store. But I will say, I was perusing through the internet today being like, what am I gonna talk about today? You got the new hair, you no longer look like a witch. So let's do it. But I saw a couple articles back to back on just Jared about the Kardashians and how rich they are. And at first I was like, oh my God, do we need to hear this when Mitch McConnell is giving me half of a Tootsie Roll for my stimulus check and forcing me to not work? However, one article said that it was like, why Kim Kardashian is even richer. So she sold Kim Kardashian beauty for $200 million for 20% of the company, right? And then the article next to it talks about how Kylie Jenner is spending $450,000 a month to rent a place right now during COVID. And my first initial reaction was like, do I need to see this? When my only joy is like getting in my car and my parents' parking lot to pretend like I'm going somewhere. But I was like, you know what? We should see this because I'm so fucking tired of the government trying to perpetuate like a victim mentality on us. 
a victim mentality of like, oh, you're in a hard spot here. Like, no, bitch, I don't need any bailouts. I don't want a handout. I don't want your help. I want to live my life and make my money how I want to make it. So we should be seeing these articles like Kylie and Kim living their best lives. I don't think that they need to be fucking documenting it. It is tone deaf, but it is inspiring, right? We should all be selling our businesses for 20% at $200 million. Why not? That is the American dream after all, isn't it? The government hates us in regards to like completely destroying our lives, telling us we can't step foot outside of our homes, can't work, can't go to school. And these very government officials laying down this law are thriving. You know, my fave, my fave Gavs, the Gavin Newsom. Kids are going to private school. His winery's open. He's getting his like teeth floss, his shoes shined while eating like king crab dinner out and about. Yeah, destroying our lives, but going on to live theirs with our tax dollars, by the way. Yet again, don't give a shit about us. Nope. Try again. If they were in our boat, you and I both know this, and they weren't able to go to work or to make a living or to make their cash flow, I think that they would be singing a different tune. Come on. We know that. And it's the same thing as celebs who preach these ideals about helping those who aren't as fortunate. Like this is, I'm going to get into these peeps in a minute. It would drive me nuts how all these celebs all day, like preach about these progressive ideas. And I'd be like, listen, Listen, sweetie, if you cared that much, give half of your salary to the impoverished communities. But I don't see I don't see you doing that. Why? Because capitalism, sweetheart, it is propping up your life and making your existence fucking awesome. So just admit that. Come on. But it's like when it comes down to it, they won't really do it. They won't make the sacrifice. They think it's better for us. What these government officials are saying to stay home, they think it's better for us. What these celebrities are saying about all these ideals that they're not even really living by. And when it comes down to it, goose egg. Basically, you all look like a bunch of fools because you're talking shit about systems that actually benefit you and make your lives better. And when it comes down to it, you're not really willing to like live by what you say. So government celebs are all like, we're all in this together. Well, not really, because I don't see you guys sacrificing dick. Put your money where your mouth is. Now, speaking of the Kardashians, coined it. We're getting lazy in 2021, so we're going to abbreviate that shit, okay? Does Hollywood, do these celebrities, despite the fact that they're making art and stories for you, do they really care about you? And this kind of like dovetails into the media as well. I had a friend say to me the other day, he was like, you know, listening to your show, I didn't realize you were so anti-celebrity. And I was like, do I come off that way? I didn't mean to. I am somebody who was in it and can give you guys sort of the peeled back version. And yes, like I have the love hate thing, right? Like the Joan Rivers. It's almost like I love to hate them. And here's how this feeds into the bigger picture of what we're talking about today. I went to Hollywood, like wanting to be Juliana Rancic and Ryan Seacrest, no joke. And then cut to last night, my dad was flipping through the channels and Access Hollywood was on. And I was like, who cares? Like, why do we care? I know, can you imagine? What a 180. I saw so much and it almost made me jaded in a way. It's like, I saw too much and I know too much, you know? Number one, about how different they are from us, their lives, their, their charms, privileged lives and how out of touch they really are. Now that could sound contradictory because you're just like, wait, Taylor, you just said like the Kardashians, we should aspire to that. Fuck yeah. 
I think the part that really bugs me is that they they have these like totally privileged separate lives, but they kind of like try to act like us. And part of me can appreciate it because I'm like, you know, you want to connect. The pandemic has just like extracted that shit. Eyes have been opened in a major way where I think everybody's like, oh my God, you guys are not like us. Just stop it. You know, when I was watching one of these award shows, which are so like apocalyptic and weird, I think it was like the AMAs or something and Taraji was hosting. And they had people like up on the balcony with masks. And she explains like, you know, we invited some families and we're social distancing. We have the protocol mask, et cetera. But she says to them like, oh my God, like, it's so good to see you guys. Like, isn't it so great to see another human? And I'm thinking to myself, like, stop it, Traji. Like, you guys have all the means in the world. Maybe you have been pent up at home, but even so, like you're in a mansion with your own gym and a pool. Stop. I saw this meme the other day of this girl on a yacht and you know who you are. I've seen it. And she, and it says like, she's on a yacht and she's typing and it says like 2020 so hard, but we're all in this together. That's how I feel like that is like the celeb world personified. It's like the curtain's been peeled back and it's like, now you guys like see what I've seen, right? You're like, we're over here and you're over here. Like, just stop trying to, yeah, it's like, you've seen too much. It's just not the same. It hits different. You're going away on your private jets. You can go on vacation. You're doing stuff. You have a huge ass mansion. Like, stop, stop trying to act like it's the same. Cause it's not, you know, Hollywood and that like monster of like the media and reporting and celebrities and what they say. I don't know how much they really care about you. Because the whole point of my job when I was working out there, right, as a celebrity journalist was kind of to be the liaison between them and you guys and the fans. And the amount, and I've talked about it before, but the amount of like control and censorship, it's like, in the end, it almost became impossible to do my job because they were so like in a straitjacket of what they could and couldn't say. It became like pulling teeth, trying to have a real conversation, a publicist hanging over your shoulder, being like, don't ask them this. Don't ask them that. Don't run that. You know, a perfect example. And I'm going to say this. I interviewed Nicole Scherzinger when she was promoting Moana. And this is like the Hollywood hypocrisy at its finest because they, especially, you know, Disney and listen, I love Disney as much as the next gal. And I have the fucking Moana soundtrack on my workout playlist, almost 30 year old woman listening to Moana at the gym, get with it. But these people are like the number one crusaders of like diversity and this and that, and all those buzzy words that the woke loves these days. So I interviewed Nicole Scherzinger when she was promoting Moana because I think she plays Moana's mom. She and I in this room with a small, with a, in a small room in, you know, in Burbank at the Disney headquarters. And I always loved going there. It was like so exciting. It was so cool. And she and I had a really heartfelt, we were like almost sitting on the floor and we talked for like 20 to 30 minutes, I think. And we had a really heartfelt, really beautiful conversation. She told me that she didn't appreciate how Lilo and Stitch had kind of like appropriated Hawaiian culture and got it wrong. I guess she is Hawaiian and how Moana, the whole point, right, was to like really capture that and do it right. So she went on this whole thing about it. And in my head, I was like, that's the story. Fans who are all pushing for this true storytelling and diversity, right? All of these things, like you would think they would want to know this. And that's a pretty big deal how she said that, how she was like, you know, I'm going to say it. I know I'm doing a Disney movie right now, but like, let me tell you when this movie came out, they got it wrong. I didn't appreciate that. There you go. I left the room. And the Disney publicist, who was a woman, like literally beelined me and tackled me like a fucking quarterback and was like, you can't run that. Not even saying I, I would appreciate if you wouldn't, which like, this is again, journalism, <laughs> it died here. 
saying you can't run that part because Lilo and Stitch was a Disney franchise. So it's like, they can't be talking shit about their own movie. They can't have their talent talking shit on their own movie. So I never ran. And this is what I mean, right? It goes back to CNN and mainstream media not reporting the Barstool funds. It goes against their narrative. So these outlets that are supposed to be for you to read, to enlighten you, to inspire you, to educate you, it's really what they want. Do you see? To be honest with you, this is what made me sort of like open my eyes and have like kind of a bad taste in my mouth when it comes to Hollywood. And it kills me because I went out there with a dream, like I said, to be like the Ryan Seacrest and oh my God. And if you watch my early interviews, I'm like that. I'm like, oh my God, Meryl Streep just walked by me. Oh, I'm going to die. You know what I mean? And then in the end, it turned into like, hey sis, what's up? I felt like in the end, and a lot of celebrity entertainment journalists will tell you this, it felt like we were just an extension of their PR. Like we weren't really there to be journalists or to get the stories for you. It was like we were just an extension of their marketing and the message they wanted to get across. And it became extremely frustrating. The publicist, to some degree, it's like, look, they're doing their job. Like the celebrity pays them to curate and protect their image, right? But the part that would bother me is that the celebs would go along with it. Very rarely they would stick up. Like if I asked a question and the publicist was trying to intervene, like, no, no, no. Very rarely, I will say, celebs would be like, no, 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 it's okay, I got this. But the amount of times that they would just like be their publicist bitch and be like, yeah, and like cower away, I'd be like, you're a grown ass person. You're a grown ass person. You're famous. You have it all. You have a security blanket. You have money. You have fans. You have a huge platform. So you what? You have one journalist who asks you a challenging question. You're not going to lose anything. So what? Everything at the end of the day that they do, you guys, is sort of curated it makes and you know me like I'm all about like being forthright and maybe that's just not how the world works but I'm all about like being honest and like saying what's real and it's almost like they're the opposite like Stepford wives which is ironic considering that I look like one right now with this hair I feel like we're in a time when we need realness more than anything and that's why it drives me crazy now more than ever. I found an interview that I did with Justin Baldoni. He's in Jane the Virgin, like five years ago, actually, almost this, this time of year when I had first moved to Hollywood and he was promoting his CW show, My Last Days. Oh my God, it was so good. And I actually befriended one of the um, cast members in it, Kat Lazo. And the show is about young people who are literally facing their last days, who have some sort of terminal illness. And it is crushing. But the whole show is about like living, really living your life. It moved me for days. Like I was so, even thinking about it still, I have chills. And I remember I interviewed Justin on the red carpet and he said, this isn't about Hollywood hotshots. You know, this is about the impact that the media really can have in the world. And it makes me sad because with everything I just laid out, fake news and even like the celebrity censorship, it's sad because now more than ever, like, we need to be impacted. We need to feel a little bit more hope. What he said at that time, five years ago, it's like, it never was so true as it is now. But the sad part is, I feel like we have never been so far away from that as we are now. The media has the chance to impact our lives for the better. And it's like, everything is so distorted to be in their like demented view of the world and what they want us to think. Sadly, when there is so much suffering, we are 
ironically in such a me, me, me world, people just want to see things that reaffirm what they already think, whether it be news, Instagram accounts, they follow, try not to have your blinders on when it comes to this, you know, am I just looking for things that are already reaffirm how I think, how I feel what I want to see based on these, you know, news producers in the CNN backroom doing a circle jerk. Open your eyes to what other people want for you. Whatever it is people are pushing on you, whether it's your local Karen, whether it's the deranged government who have us in like an employment purgatory, not everybody is really looking out for you at the end of the day, but you and me. I got your back too. Don't forget that.